Okay. So I want to open up real quick with Psalm 95.6, and it says, Come, let us bow down in worship to the one alone who is worthy of my praise. So what we're going to be talking about, just leave them off. You want to leave them off? <laughs> so what we're going to be sharing tonight, um, it's not about our son's journey, but it's about our journey and what we allowed as parents, um, how our worship and our praise and our priorities got completely out of line for a period in our life, um, which opened up the opportunity for the enemy to just move in and consume. So I'm um, going to try, like I said, not to talk too much about him, but from the parents' perspective and what we allowed as parents. So. You can see this is um, our son when he started um, Little League football. Um, at this time, we were very rooted in church. Um, Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, I would drag him. It didn't matter, and him especially, he would sit in that chair, like you say, crunchy. I mean, laid back, arms crossed, I mean, mad at the world, did not want to go, but we were rooted, and it wasn't an option. We just went, and they went. So uh, when this starts out, and this was probably some before and some not long, probably after Joey's salvation and um, that recovery and to working on mending relationships and, you know, kind of making up for lost time that, you know, was lost due to, you know, what the enemy did there. So... Um, anyway, when he started Little League football, okay, so when he started Little League football, you know, it was all, it was fun. We would go um, to the ball games, and um, to be honest, he never got to play. He was always on the bench. Um, he didn't look like the other kids. I'll say that. He was different color, different size, different things. He didn't look like the coach, but no, it was fine. He didn't really ever get to play. So we still win. He went to all his practices, you know, did all this stuff. So finally, on the very last game, his very last game of Little League football, he, they put him in at the very end, and he made an interception, and he ran it all the way back down the field from one end to the other. So, of course, we were tore up excited as parents, and, you know, you're trying to cheer your kids on and all that. So, um, at the end of the game, the coach came up and said, how many more years does he have? And Joy's like, that's it. You know, he's out of Little League ball. This is, this is it. Of course, he'd had him all these years, but he never allowed him to play because he didn't look like there were certain kids that got to play and play certain, you know how that goes. So. Clicks. Clicks. Hmm? Okay. Clicks, you know. Oh, yeah, clicks. I'm like, click? I thought you were saying click. I'm like. So we wrap up uh, Little League football, and we go on to uh, middle school, and um, he gets to middle school, and starts out just doing phenomenal things. And at this point, the excitement really starts to take off for us as parents. Um, you're talking about a team that 
our school that never won any games. I mean, never have won a district championship. And this group of guys, young men come in and they was unstoppable. And we would go on to win the first district trophy for this school and it didn't matter what you could put him on offense, you could put him on defense, it didn't matter. He was going to kill it either way. And we were obviously very proud of him. And like I said, once again, it's something that Joey and him, they love football. and something they bonded over after years of, you know, hurt and things like that. So um, the excitement really starts picking up. And um, we go through sixth, seventh, eighth grade. By eighth grade, he's saying, I mean, he had, I mean, just, we'll all get into that, but um, it's time to go on to high school, and he's saying he doesn't want to play. He's deciding he's not going to play, and we're like, no, you're going to play. Like, you know, you're going to play. You've been given this talent, and you're going to use it. There are kids that would die to be in the position that you're in, you know, um, and, and you're going to play. We felt that he needed to play uh, and not waste the talent that, he had been blessed with so needless to say we talk him into playing and uh, we move on to um, high school level and this is when we really really got consumed with football and with his future and we started to fall out of church um, we started to worship the game we began to eat, live, sleep, and breathe this 24-7. We were living for Friday nights. Yes, we lived for Friday nights. We lived for Thursday uh, meal nights. We fed the kids every Thursday night. If we paid for it out of our pocket, we fed them all. There were kids that never had a parent come to a ball game. Kids that never had money to buy a soda or a drink. So we just... That was important to us to know that we was, were supporting all of them, not just ours, but all of them. And whatever they needed, we just, we did it. And we became consumed. And he was so good that um, he should have played college football. He should have went on. We were looking at that scholarship. Um, you know, he had said at one time he would like to be a PE teacher. And I know, and I know Trish said this uh, a few weeks ago, her parents have, what, $70,000, $80,000 in student debt for a marine biologist degree. Um, and we wanted him to be able to, you know, pursue that, whatever that was that he decided to do um, on a scholarship. And um, so it really became our focus. And we had two that cheered in high school at the same time. So we had really all three. So it was just a lot of fun. And as Joey Wednesday night uh, was preaching Team Jesus and are you on the team or are you just a fan, all I could sit and think of was while we were cheering for him and just keeping track of touchdown after touchdown, how many runs this week, how many runs total for the year, you know, where is he at statistically? I could see Jesus just sitting there in the bleachers saying, I'm right here. Hi, I'm here. I mean, that's completely where we had gotten our, the point in our life was that we had just got so consumed with this that we were just 
Our priorities were way out of line. It was not God, spouse, children. It was children, spouse, and God at that time. Um, so he continues on high school, kept wanting to still quit. He didn't want to play. You know, he decided he's every other week he was quitting, and we're like, no, you're not. Um, we had talked many times about um, we would, you know, it was accountability. You know, he would have to be there. He would have to be at practices. Um, they drug tested the students, so we knew that, you know, this law had passed by that time, so, you know, there would be drug testing. You know, we were thinking the more time he was here on the field and at practice, that's the less time he's out finding trouble to get into, ripping and running up and down the roads and getting in with the wrong crowds and totally, <laughs> hindsight 2020, uh, blinded to what was really happening. So this had really become an idol for us. Um, We get on to, well, actually it was probably through sophomore, junior, senior year, and this was his coach here, and some here probably know him. Um, this was Coach Jeff Robbins. And he had been with the Knights for a long time, and he was diagnosed, I think his sophomore year, with cancer. And he battled this cancer. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, they tried treatment after treatment, and it would work for a month and he would go back for scans and he would be completely eat up again. It was a cycle that just kept going and going. So we knew this was the senior year. Um, he'd only been given just a very short time to live. So we wanted that win that much worse. We wanted that win for him. He was going home. He was saved. He was a good Christian man. But we knew he was going home with the Lord, and it was probably going to be before the season was over. And he would come to every game. It didn't matter if it was a way where somebody would drive him, and they would drive the van up as close as they could get it to the fence. And he would still be calling plays from his phone to his assistants on the field. And his whole heart and soul was into it. And we just wanted so bad. As, you know, we'd already been worshiping this, and it had just become such an idol that I just, I can't put into words, but it's true. We're an open book. We don't try to hide anything. We've never been perfect parents, and we're still not perfect parents. But, but, um, so anyway, at this point, we became even, had that desire even more for these wins and this championship. And honestly, most years, Marion County is not very good. So, you know, we had the same group of kids that's coming up and, from sixth grade up, and so they were awesome, and we were going to be going into district play. And he passed away in November, which was right maybe the week before district play or the week after. It was like right there. Anyway, we did. We lost out that first game, so that was it. Um, but during this time, um, the senior year, while we are trying to do all this, um, Logan had had a sports injury, and uh, – He'd sat out the last several games. I mean, he was, had lots of records that he was very close to breaking. And um, the very last game, he tried to go in and play, and he couldn't. Well, the injury prevented him. So all this stuff we had chased after and all these dreams and the scholarship, it was done. 
and that was fine. But we got so caught up in this that the enemy, you give him an inch, he will take a mile. He had slid in. Of course, we didn't know at the time, but the depression, the addiction would soon start about this time. The suicidal thoughts, just all kinds of garbage. And us parents, had we had our priorities, what they needed to be, which was God, spouse, and kids, and not worship this, you know, I think about what we could have prevented. So about a month ago, um, I didn't really know why, but Holy Spirit told me to get these out. And these are just some of his trophies. Um, and I sat them out, and I was looking through them. And this is, I don't even know if this is all of them. That's just one tub. I knew exactly where it was, and I went and pulled them out. And as I sat them there, I thought, what if we had been doing kingdom work? What if those were trophies and awards that we had received for all those years of chasing this football dream for God's kingdom? All that time, I hate to say that it was wasted. There's memories there, but those aren't important. And you see as that passes that those things are not what's important. So um, God spoke to me as we were talking about this specific plaque here. It says most points scored. And all I can ask myself is what if this said most souls saved? And God told me it's not too late. It's not too late, you know? But what we could have done and what we could have prevented, but I'm going to speak it out tonight and ask that you all stand in agreement with me. Now, he will have most so saved. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, when I seen this uh, MVP, and I was thinking, you know, what does that stand for? Uh, you know, we, we've learned a lot, you know, through Holy Spirit. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind is most valuable pastor, you know, You've been a real blessing in my life, you know. <laughs> I know it's all Holy Spirit, but, you know, that's how we grow, you know, listening to you, listening to the services. But that's what, uh, that's what's come to mind when I've seen that. And, uh, and I know he thinks a whole lot of you, too. Uh, I wanted to back up just a little bit. Uh, I know you can go through it later and sit down, but. It's tough for me to even look back at that time, you know, because, you, know, you know, that's what we did. It's, like she said, we had, we had fallen out of church. We, you know, considered ourselves, still considered ourselves good people. But, you know, we were serving, serving our children, and, and you know, everything was out of whack as far as, uh, you know, his kids, like you said, kids and, and sports. God was on the bottom. It's, it's like I say a lot, you know, sometimes we'll put God in the box until we need him, you know, and uh, during all this time, you know, or not all of it, but, you know, especially through the high school years, like you said, we, we lived for, you know, Friday nights. That was, it was something to look forward, you know, we just, you know, 
looking back on it now, it don't mean anything, but, you know, it's just memories. Uh, we could have, uh, oh, you know, we failed we fail every day. Uh, but, you know, we could have been doing so much more if we would have stayed focused. We thought we was doing doing good as far as you know what we was doing for them. You know, like I said, the key, all the kids today, all the football team, and uh, by making—I I wouldn't say making him play, but pretty much, you know, making him play uh, when he didn't want to play. And we thought we was keeping him out of, like I said, out of running around and partying and this and that. Little did we know, you know, what was going on behind the scenes, uh, you know, we would pay for your vehicle, you know, pay for your insurance, you just got to, you know, and that, we call it, not an ultimatum, but an incentive, incentive to stay, to stay uh, playing, uh, and looking back on it now, like I said, all that stuff don't mean anything now, because we wouldn't lead him, we wouldn't lead him the way God wanted us to lead, you know, we just got caught up in the what was going on around us, and uh, you know, even, even today, you know, it's you know, we fail every day, and uh, I'll let you take my golf because I can't think of what I was going to say. But uh, even even today, you know, we we fail, and you know, he's uh, he's uh, he's there, you know. He, he his his heart's goes. Saved, you know, we know where he's going, but it's just, it's just hard. I'm going to let you go ahead and take my golf before you do that. Okay. Um, well, and I have, I thought many times, you know, of course, hindsight 2020, how different our life would have been, the sleepless nights, the worry, even though worry is the devil and, you know, and no, we're not supposed to worry. There are times when things cause you to worry a little bit and then you just got to kind of reel yourself back in but had we been chasing after the next church service the next youth revival the next bible study if we had been chasing after those things the way that we were chasing after this chapter in our life how different it would have been and what we could have prevented the enemy from coming in and stealing, killing, and destroying. And we all know, I mean, that's what he's out there for, um, and our youth especially. I mean, he wants them bad. And how different that would have been. And just because things you're doing might be good, it doesn't necessarily mean they're godly things. And I can tell you from our perspective, just to step back and evaluate and make sure that um, you have your house in order, in God's order, um, because if it's not, I tell you the enemy will, uh, he'll sweep in in a second. And you know, when you're strong rooted, you know how to fight against that. But if you're young and you're not mature in your walk, it's struggle until you get through that sanctification and that growth process and um, I just remind myself of that you know and sometimes we do we look at people and think they should be where we're at you know and we're not but you know what I'm saying in general when you're a more rooted 
mature Christian, and, and it's not like that. So when they're trying to battle something like that off, um, it's tough. It's tough. Yes, you can rise up. Yes, we know the enemy can be conquered, will be conquered, um, but it could save your family a lot of heartache. Just make sure that um, your house is in God's order. And this stuff right here, and I know we see it all the time. We're not the only ones that have went through this. Um, we've seen marriages fall apart, you know, hookups with coaches, just all kinds of stuff, just, and it's junk. And that's what, focus on this kind of stuff, that's where it will take you. So um, there was one picture, and I didn't see it up there, and that's fine, but there's this picture, and God had spoke to me through it. And, of course, Logan, he's always been the same size. He's just a little bit taller than me, 130 pounds. And he always got paired up with these giants. And if you know Boyle County, oh, we're like, they give them steroids. Like, why do they feed these kids? They're all monstrous. So, uh, but I have this picture, and this guy's probably 6'3 and 250, 260 pounds. And then you got Logan. Of course, that's who they put Logan on, you know, for defense. And uh, and he's coming behind him. And as he's reaching up, I mean, and as I looked at that, God reminded me of the story of David and Goliath. And that's exactly what this picture looks like is David and Goliath. can't see it very good but you have this little bitty dude it gets and it is it's a giant and um god reminded me of that bible verse and um about david's faith and his courage and his strength and there was no fear and um and that's when i'm also speaking over this tonight Amen. this is david and goliath and he will slay he will slay the enemy. So um, I just encourage you to stay focused. And like uh, Brother Joy's been preaching on, stay in view. Because <laughs> the second you come out of view and all these other things start coming into play, you're just opening up the door for the enemy to come in and uh, just wreak havoc. So stay rooted, stay grounded, stay focused, and Praise God. Just thank you, Jesus, for everything he's doing in our lives. And, and, and it's never, and we know, I mean, it's not God. He doesn't bring this on us. He's, he's with us every step of the way, and I see his glory all over everything. Like, I, that's just what I see. And um, just stay focused. And these things right here, guys, whew, they don't mean anything. Just think about those trophies uh, and those souls won for heaven. And think about the trophies when you get to heaven and you come face to face with Jesus. And he says, well done. And you can, he, she, he shows you the kingdom work that you've done. So do you have anything else? Are you good? Okay. Thank you all. Love all you guys and ladies.